for us as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Now this is this is a very important part of the model prayer. We have to forgive. And Jesus said, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those that sin against us. Did you catch that? Forgive us our sins as we forgive those that sin against us as we forgive. Now, don't you want God to forgive according or don't you want to forgive according to how God forgives us? Now, you want God to forgive you for those things that you've done. But then there are people that uh, you may not want to forgive. We have to forgive according to the way we want God to forgive us. Just like the Bible speaks of or there's a, a popular saying, do unto others as you have them to do unto you. You want to be treated in a certain way, then you have to treat others in that certain way. So Jesus began to say, and forgive our debts, forgive our sins as we forgive our debtors. Wow, that's 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 deep. Because if I don't want to forgive you, I'm asking God to forgive me according to the way I forgive somebody else. If I forgive them very weakly, then I'm asking God to forgive me very weakly. And we don't want that. We want God to give us with with uh, authority, with robust. And that's how we have to forgive. And through forgiveness, we enter the very heart of God. He wants us to confess our sins to him so he can cleanse us. Our sins separate us from God. And confession restores our relationship with God and brings forgiveness. Sin must be dealt with as if we want God to hear our prayers. And the model prayer asks God to forgive us the same way we forgive others. Don't minimize or don't decrease the importance of how we forgive others. Because like I said before, we don't want God to forgive us the way we forgive others. Therefore, we need to find or remove unforgiveness out of our hearts. Matthew 18, 2 through 22, Peter asked Jesus, Lord, how often shall my brother, which is my fellow man? Now, if we want to, if we want to look at that on a, a, a shallow level, level, we can say, Peter began to ask the Lord, how often shall my brother, which is my brother in Christ, how often my brother in Christ sin against me. But no, you got to dig deeper. The word of God breaks down brother as any fellow or any man. So thus, Peter's asking Jesus, Lord, how often shall my brother, how often shall the man on the street corner, how often shall the man in the office building, how often shall the man on the bus, how often shall the man on the plane, how often shall the man driving his car, how often 
shall the man that's committing wrong against me, how often shall the man that is hurting me, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? You know what Jesus, Peter said till seven times, am I supposed to let him do it seven times and he, and I forgive him? Well, you know what Jesus said? Jesus said, I say unto you until seven, 70 times seven. 70 times seven. That means that whomever can sin against you time after time after time after time after time. 70 times 7 and you must forgive them. Why? Because you want your heavenly father to forgive you. I don't know about you, but I have a saying which I state all the time. I am trying to be like Jesus. So therefore, when someone sins against me, no matter how many times, no matter how bad it is, no matter how deep they go, I have to forgive them. Why? Because Jesus told me I have to forgive them 70 times 7. Jesus said, I want to forgive. Let's go back to the number 6 prayer point. It says, and forgive my sin as I forgive those that sin against me. So if I want God to forgive me as I forgive others, then I really want to forgive others with a pure heart, with a contrite spirit. I really want to forgive them because I really want God to forgive me. So Jesus said, no matter how many times they sin against you, 70 times 7, you must forgive them. And that's what we're striving to do. And that's how when we pray, we ask God to help us in these areas. These areas are not easy areas, but when we pray, we ask God to help us in these areas so we can be like Jesus. And we must forgive others as much as we want to be forgiven. 1 John 4 and 20 begins to say, If a man says, I love God and I hate my brother, we've already broken down what brother means. That means any fellow, any man. If a man says, I love God and I hate my brother, the Bible states he is a liar. For he that loved not his brother whom he can see with his natural eye. How can he say that he loved God who he has never seen? You are a liar if you say that you love God and hate your brother. This is, this is according to scripture. This is not what I say, not what alley cats say. This is what the scripture tells us. If you say that you love God and hate your brother, 
the scriptures say you are a liar. Because you can't say, I love God whom I've never seen. And you hate your brother who you see all the time. So this is another prayer point that we have to pray and ask God. You know, forgive our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Why? Because we want to be like Jesus. And through love, we are able to forgive. And we are able to maintain a proper attitude towards others. Lord, forgive us our sin as we forgive those who have sinned against us. That's our number six prayer point, which is very, very important. And we want to make sure that we dwell on that when we begin to pray. Number seven prayer point, and lead us not into temptation. Now you wonder, now how will God lead us into temptation? Well, we are in a spiritual warfare. And through Jesus, we can be strong. Luke began to tell us in chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. So we can be led, or we are led, or we can allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit of God. Now, we don't want to be led uh, by a different spirit. We want to be led by the Spirit of God. Now, we know that there are other spirits that can lead us into things, into temptations, into wrongdoing, into sin against God. But we want to be led by the Spirit of God, just as Jesus was led into the wilderness by the Spirit. And he was be there being being 40 days in the wilderness, tempted by the devil. Also, we can read in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. For if we have not, for we have not a high priest, which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. So this lets us know that Jesus, he went through everything that we can't even imagine going through. Jesus went through it. Uh, we know we understand that Jesus lived in a different time, but on a spiritual or on a natural level, in whatever form or format, he went through it. The scripture tells us in Luke that he was led into the wilderness, being there 40 days. He was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted by the devil. What was the devil telling him? The devil doesn't change. He, he's the same. He was back then. He, he used the same tactics on us. He told Jesus to jump off the mountain. His angels. He used scripture. You know the angels are going to take care of you. Jesus said, I, you don't, I don't tempt the Lord. I'm not going to jump just because I know the angels are going to come and take me up. That's, that's trying the Lord. That's tempting the Lord. He told Jesus to turn the stones into bread because Jesus was fasting and eat. Jesus told him, you know, the word of God is his food. 
So the word is beginning to tell us or the scripture is beginning to tell us or the prayer is beginning to tell us and lead us not into temptation. So we know that Jesus was tempted. We want the Lord to lead us in the ways of righteousness. But we also know that if we are tempted, that Jesus was tempted for 40 days by the devil. But the scripture also tells us that he cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. In other words, Jesus went through what we go through on a daily basis. But he was tempted in all points, but he was without sin. He did not sin. That's Hebrew chapter 4 verse 15 it reads for we have not a high priest that means our high priest has gone through this we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are Jesus was tempted in all points like as we are, but he was without sin. So here we are. Do we want to be like Jesus? Then we must pray that the Lord lead us not into temptation in order for us to be like Jesus. Now we go on to prayer point number eight. Jesus began to tell us to ask the Lord to deliver us from evil. After engaging in warfare successfully, God assures us of his deliverance. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. There had no temptation taken you, which means us, but such as is common to man. It's common. You or I are not going through anything that someone else has not been through. The scripture tells us that it is common to man. It happens all the time. But God is faithful. Who will not suffer us to be tempted above that we are able God is faithful. He's not going to let something come upon us that we're not able to handle. He said, but with the, with the temptation, he will also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. So in other words, we're going to be tempted. We're going to go through. Evil is going to come upon us. Wickedness is going to come upon us. The devil is going to tempt us just like he did Jesus. But God tells us and lets us know that it's common. Our temptation is common. Somebody else has gone through what we are going through. And the scripture also tells us that God is faithful. He's a faithful God. Who will not suffer us to be attempted above what we are able to handle. Therefore our temptation or our trial, our tribulation that comes against us 
is something that we are able to handle if we allow God. I want to put that in there. We have to allow God to give us the strength, the ability, the wisdom, the knowledge, the guidance that we need in order to handle it. And the scripture says, but will with the temptation. So with that same temptation, God is also going to make a way of escape. He's going to open a door that you can get out. That you will be able to bear it. He's going to give you the strength. He's going to give you the tenacity. He's going to give you the courage that you need to bear it. That you may be overcome the evil that's coming your way. Praise God. God will make a way of escape. He is our deliverer. He enables us to stand in the evil day. He promised to place a hedge of protection around us as we follow his ways. Therefore, when you pray, you ask the Lord to deliver you from evil and make a way of escape for you that you may be able to stand in the evil day. Praise God. That's our eighth prayer point. And we're going to go to our ninth prayer point, which will be the end of the model prayer that Jesus began to give us in Matthew chapter six. Jesus began to say, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And I always like to add a second amen to seal it. Anything that comes in twos is sealed in the kingdom of heaven. Amen and amen. The scripture says, for thine is the kingdom. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. So Jesus concludes his model prayer by praising and honoring God for who he is and all that he has done. Psalms 100 verse 3 through 5 begin to say, Know ye that the Lord, he is good. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures for, to all generations. Praise God. By praising and honoring God, you are closing your prayer, letting the Lord know that you know who he is. The conclusion leads us to the gates of the Lord and into his courts. It speaks of our need to live in his presence at all times. And again, know ye that the Lord, he is good. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. Praise God. Now these nine principles of prayer form a framework on which to build your personal prayer life. The author developed a personal prayer to get us started. And I have added and taking away a few of, 
a few words to meet my personal style of praying, which I will share with you if you so desire. Just comment in the comment section that you would like to have a copy of this personal prayer that gets you started and I will send it your way. And again, welcome to Alley Cat's Tea, where we talk on all things church related. And on today, we begin by talking about the model prayer that Jesus gave us in Matthew chapter 6. Thank you. Comment, share. Give your expectations. Let me know if you would like to have a copy of the prayer. And remember, Alicast Tea is a weekly show. We upload on Mondays and Wednesdays. And we will talk to you soon.